Friends, welcome back to the podcast. My voice is shot. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I got allergies really bad, and so my throat has been really sore. And I was sneezing like crazy the day after I mowed the lawn. And I did it two days in a row. I mowed the lawn because we have a pretty um, big yard, and I had to do the front and the back. And so I did the front one day, the back another day, and my throat. I mean, pollen was like coming off the grass and waves hitting me in the face. Like I could feel the pollen hitting me in the face. So like I knew uh, I was doomed. And so, yeah, so my throat is weird and my voice sounds like a frog, but I'm here. Uh, This is not a uh, long episode, no interview. This is one of my uh, COVID-19 installments of the podcast, uh, part four just checking in with you to see how you're doing, uh, share some thoughts with you that I've had lingering in my own uh, head over these last couple of weeks. Um, I am home from work. I work for Apple. I've been home for two weeks. was supposed to go back, um, but now it has been extended uh, to at least the end of April, so I will be off the whole month. And I was originally planning to release uh, one of these check-in episodes every, I don't know, two or three days or so. Um, But I decided I was going to, and then I I didn't, or I did for the first three, but then this one, there's been a gap between part four and part three. And just because I've been internally wrestling with my own stuff in regards to um, this virus and what's going on in the world. Uh, what's been going on in the church, um, pastors being arrested because they refused to close down their churches, um, well-meaning Christians declaring that this is God's judgment on people, um, arguments breaking out, lines drawn in the sand, dichotomies being created. Um, it's just been an ugly, ugly thing. And as I said in the first part of this uh, COVID-19 series or whatever, the guy that I met at the grocery store right when this whole thing started um, and they started to do quarantine and stuff like that, the guy had said to me, he's like, I've seen a really dark side of humanity in this store and uh, it disturbs me. And so I've been taking some time just to process some stuff myself. And one of the things I've really been wrestling with lately in regards to COVID-19 and all the stuff swirling around the world right now is my old evangelical thought patterns are like creeping back in. Um, I grew up in a very conservative evangelical setting. Um, And with that setting come certain patterns of thought during times like this. And uh, maybe I'm alone in this. I don't know, but maybe, maybe you understand what I'm saying. Like we have a virus that's made its way around the globe. Uh, There are earthquakes that have been happening in the most random of places. Uh, A couple months ago, we had tornadoes that ripped through various states. Fires burned through Australia. Economies, talks of economies crashing, grocery store shelves emptying. And for the longest time, like I was taught that these things are the signs of the end of the world. You know, like the end times are upon us. Uh, The Antichrist is about to arise like any day now, and Jesus is about to return. 
He's going to rapture all of his people away. And so when these signs of the end start to arise, you know, I better make sure that I have my life in order. Are my sins confessed? Do I need to rededicate my life to Christ? Am I praying enough? Am I spending enough time in my Bible? Am I going to church enough? Or I can't go to church, but am I watching enough online church these days? And so these old patterns of thinking, to be honest, they've been rushing back into my head. Not because I think they are helpful in any way, shape, or form, but because for the longest time, those are the only thought patterns I had to make sense of something as astronomically huge as what we're dealing with right now. Now, today, of course, I believe differently. Like, go back and listen to the last uh, almost 90 episodes, and you'll see that my, my thinking has really evolved and shifted. I don't believe that God will unleash torment on the earth before the end times. I don't believe, I don't even believe Jesus is coming back to rapture his people away. I don't believe that the world is going to end. And if it does, I don't believe that people need to die or that sickness needs to be unleashed before it does end. I don't think there's any valid way of reading the Bible to make that kind of a claim. Now, this isn't, of course, like a place to go into details as, as to why. And if you want to know more, like I said, just go back to my, my past episodes. But rather, I felt like I had to fire up this mic today and share this with you because if you've been struggling with the same old thought patterns, I wanted you to know that you're not alone in that. Not only aren't you alone, but but it's okay. You know, it's okay to let those thoughts come back in. And when you do, have some grace on yourself. And don't feel like you need to combat those thoughts or, or shame yourself for having them. Just because your mind has been trained to think in a certain way, that doesn't mean that those thoughts are, are you or even yours. They just belong to your mind and they're making their way through, through your body. For myself, when these thoughts come into my mind, I create this mental picture. This is what I've been doing the last couple of weeks is creating this mental picture in my head of handing those thoughts over to God. Like, look, God, for whatever reason, you had me grow up with these thoughts. You know, like these thoughts were taught to me, they were preached to me, and frankly, I don't know what to do with them in this, in this season that we're in. You know, but I know that you said you're here to lift burdens, to lighten the load of those who are weary. And these days, God, these days make me weary. And these old thought patterns I have make me even wearier. And so I give them to you today. Do with them what you will. But me, I'm going to choose not to believe them anymore. I don't think you caused the mess. I don't think you're even allowing this mess to happen. But I trust that in the midst of this mess, you are with me and you are with all of my neighbors. As we press forward, we grieve and we mourn. Help us, give us wisdom. Help us to come together as one, to aid, to be an aid to one another, to realize that we are stronger as one than we are as separate people living individual lives. I think that kind of stuff over and over again throughout my day. And then I go on with my day and trust that God will do whatever he, she, whatever will do with those thoughts. Then when they come back the next day, the next hour, I create that same mental image in my head. And I imagine myself handing those thought patterns back over, 
over to God and asking God to replace those old thought patterns with new ones. So I don't know if that helps you at all, but that's just where I've been the last uh, week or so. Uh, things that I've been thinking about, uh, wrestling with in my own my own faith. And uh, what I want to do is, what I have been doing in these last few episodes is I have a book called Call and Response, uh, Litanies for Congregational Prayer. And so I want to pray with you. And uh, as I said in the first couple of um, parts of this uh, COVID series, sometimes I don't even know how to pray these days. A lot of times my prayers are just images, like I just described, of giving something over to God or whatever. Sometimes I, I, I try to pray and I, the words don't even come out. I just, I, I'm like, uh, 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 like I don't even know what to say to God. And so I find it helpful to read prayers that are already written uh, for me. So let me pray for you from this book. Um, this particular prayer is called Litany for Loss. I think that that's important to talk about loss in times like this because even if we haven't lost a loved one to the virus like many people have, a lot of us have lost just a common way of life. Many of us have lost jobs. Um, many of us have feel like we have lost friendships and connection just because we can't connect with our friends and our families in the way that we're used to. Uh, we have lost a way of life uh, that we are used to living. And so I think that it's important in times like these to recognize the loss. And just because your loss might not be the size or hold the magnitude of somebody else's loss, doesn't mean that it's not a loss for you. And so I think it's important to recognize the things in life that we have lost in seasons like this and allow ourselves to grieve those things and to feel the pain. And so let me, let me pray for you. Um, again, a litany for, for loss. God of comfort and restorer of all things. We look to you in times of trouble. Uh, something or someone has been lost, which or whom we hold dear. We feel emptiness and we feel sadness at this loss. Would you come for us with your presence? We understand that within the confines of time, all things must end. We understand the cycles of life and the seasons. Still, we find the changes to be painful. We acknowledge that we feel entitled to keep things and people by virtue of having been given them to us, and that we feel affronted and angry when the time of our keeping runs out. Give us grace to be grateful for the gifts of life, however long we may have them. We accept the gifts you give and the potential for pain that arrive with those gifts. We understand that holding tightly to a thing or to a person is sometimes not the best way to love it or him or her. We are reminded that you hold all life within your gracious love. You are gathering all things to yourself. You have power over death, are the author of life, and are the first to resurrection. We trust you to care for what we have lost. Help us as we stumble around, overwhelmed by pain. And in our human experience, during which loss is inevitable, help us to see the divine. Amen. I hope that this short episode finds you well. Um, as I said earlier in a previous episode, if you ever need to talk, if you want to chat, uh, find me on Facebook, uh, Glenn Siepert. Go to the What If Project community on Facebook. Uh, message me. Drop a note in that group. Um, I would be happy to connect with you and to be an ear to 
listen um, or an ear for you to vent at or talk to, whatever it is that that you need. Uh, So much love to you, my friends, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.